0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, here's a quote for you. Politicians who do not fully understand the policies they introduce and are responsible for will end up paying a high price at the polls. That's the conclusion of John F. Muth, that's spelled M-U-T-H, Muth, an economist writing in 1961 about the theory of price movements. Forget the economics. It's true across the whole landscape of policy making. Yesterday's announcement of more beds and ambulances and better response times for the NHS is classic muthism. For starters, there is no new money, it's a rehash of a previous announcement. But put that to one side. The Payward Financial Times is reporting, and this is, I quote, is interesting, voter concerns about the health service have displaced economic matters as the most mentioned issue facing the country, according to the latest polling by Ipsos, highlighting the peril if the government cannot deliver improvements by the time of the next general election expected next year. Well, let's think about this. What do we know? The pressure on the NHS will start to ease off, the flu problems will probably be gone by the end of February and a real sleeves rolled up blitz on waiting lists will bring the numbers down. Already there are inroads into the 78 week waits. We also know inflation falls off a cliff by the end of March and pay claims linked to inflation will have a less scary set of numbers and strikes may well fizzle out. What about the rest? Well, Bully Boy has promised 800 ambulances and 5000 more hospital beds. Right, let's start with the ambulances. It takes about 400 hours to convert a van into a high spec ambulance. The specification is very complex and I linked to it in the letter. Most of the new ones are electric and there are delays and shortages in battery and chip components. I'd be surprised if the NHS could go through the procurement rigmarole and buy that many ambulances and have them all converted and delivered in two years. Parking that, each ambulance has a crew of two working 24-7. That means two paramedics on days and two on nights. 800 ambulances need 3,200 paramedics along with cover crews for training, days off, leave and sickness. So call it 3,500. It takes four years to train a paramedic. Training technicians is shorter and apprentices train on the job, but they can't do what a paramedic can do. Stay and play or scoop and run is a debate amongst emergency care experts and I linked to an interesting article on it in the e-letter. And it's inconclusive. Moving away from a paramedic response will have a huge impact on control rooms, call allocation and, crucially, handovers. It is an impossible promise to deliver. Remember Muthism? Someone is going to pay a high price come the election. What about beds? 5,000. Why 5? Who calculated that? If there are about 200 truss, I make that 25 beds a hospital. Now, that's not quite a surgical ward, but every little helps, and beds are good. But beds without nurses aren't wards, they're warehouses. NICE, the National Institute for Clinical Excellence, dances around its handbag when it comes to advice on minimum staffing and short, and sort of settles on a heavily caveated one nurse to eight beds thing that takes no account of the type of patient in the bed And at the high end, we could be talking about two or three nurses to a bed. Keep the math simple. At eight, I make that 625 nurses or about 1,250 working 24-7, plus cover for training days off leave and sickness. It takes three years to train a nurse, plus a year's preceptorship. The NHS may bust the gut, but there's no way these political promises can be delivered. Targets? Well, handover delays are already falling because seasonal pressures are waning. New plans to segment calls involving simple falls and have them dealt with by paramedics and physios. Well, national vacancy rates for physios vary between 6% and 20%, so where are they going to come from? And the big problem hospitals have is still not addressed domiciliary care. It's crucial for discharge and is in competition in a low wage sector of the economy. There's no career structure, contracting companies are fragile and until that's fixed hospitals will silt up. Remember the NHS has around 120,000 vacancies and no workforce plan. I'm an avid NHS e board watcher and I can't find any item that speaks to increasing beds and buying ambulances or downskilling ambulance responses. These are political decisions that lead right back to muthism. They cannot be delivered. We should say so. System leaders should say so. Board should say so. Think tanks should say so. Commentators should say so. And so should the bloke on the top of the clap omnibus. If politicians want to gamble with muthism, let them. Who cares? NHS leaders are not in that game. Because credibility matters. And that is something we should all care about. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye.